You're listening to a message from Victory Carmona. We hope to inspire and encourage you today. Magandang magandang umaga po sa inyong lahat. Tayo po tayo at tayo ay magpuri sa ating Panginoon. Sapagkat ito yung araw. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice. Magsasaya po ba tayo? Diklaran it, okay? Amen po ba? Okay. Every star, you know my name. With one breath, all I begin. From the beginning. Till the end, you're the one foundation. You shake me inside and out. You made me to be all about. About you, what can I do without you? So tell me who I am. Remind me all your plans. You know you know me more. You know it all, so tell me who I am, remind me all your plans, I want to know you more, you know you more. You say I'm yours, and you love me more, nothing I want Oh, 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 oh,
righteousness na imputed lang sa atin ng goodness ni Jesus. Kaya nga, there are no trophies nor treasure na pwedeng i-compare sa glory ni God. Kaya nga, sabi doon sa 1 Chronicles 29.11 and uh, isinisigaw namin ito Panginoon at isigaw po nating lahat. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the glory the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and on earth is yours, O Lord. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord. And you are exalted as head over all. Wow, amazing. Yeah, Lord, salamat po. Salamat po sa goodness mo. We don't deserve it really, God. Pero dahilan lang po sa goodness mo, sa pagmamahal mo sa amin, you gave your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for us. Father God, we praise you. We honor you. We glorify your name, Panginoon. You are the King of Kings. You are the Lord of Lords. You are the Alpha and Omega. And in you, we have salvation, Panginoon. Kaya nga po, sa araw na ito, itinataas po namin yung dakilang pangalan mo at ikaw po yung maghahari sa buhay namin magpakailanman. And we, we as a family in Victory Carmon and all the churches, Panginoon, sa mundo Lord, proclaim po namin yung dakilang pangalan mo. Yours be the glory forever and ever. Amen, amen, amen. Come on. Let's give God praise. Sige po, puna po kayo. Good morning, Carmona and Mangahan. Welcome po sa ating on-site at meron pa rin po tayong online service. Sa lahat po nang nandarito at kahit po nandiyan sa online, magaganda po kayong lahat. Agree? Agree? Amen! Magaganda po tayong lahat sapagkat pinaganda na po tayo ng ating Panginoong Yesus. Kaya nga po, welcome. Good morning everyone. Good morning, Victory Carmona and Mangahan. We are Victory and here we do two things and that is to honor God and make Disciples. Para po sa ating announcements, every second Sunday po, mga kapatid, we observe yung atin pong uh, Mission Sunday. And today, yeah, meron po tayong update sa atin pong uh, uh, another missionary work sa Timor-Leste. And uh, ipredi na, let's watch this video. In this way to those around us. Last year, our church in Timor-Leste became God's hands and feet to communities that were affected by typhoons and floods. Let's see how God has been causing their church to grow as they declared and demonstrated the gospel to the local
right now we are in the stage of uh, planting a church. We're doing a church plant in another location. And in that location is also where the plant happened last year, where most of our members, especially families, are coming from that place. And we were able to send out relief goods and also be a blessing to not just our members, but even their neighbors as well. It resulted to our presence being established in that place. People get to know us, who we are and our intentions in going to that place. Because of that, some people notice what we do. They know that we pray, they know how uh, we do Bible study. Few months ago, one of the moms actually came to our Bible study there. She came because uh, one of her feet was swollen for many years already. Then when she came, we prayed and thanked God, miraculously healed her feet. Because of that, she came to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. She believed in the in Jesus. She's not just attending the church, but she's also bringing her husband and even her kids are attending the church. They are right now are being discipled. Stories like that, even families after families are coming and getting connected with us in that place so we're excited to launch our service there this year we're targeting first quarter of the year of this year so we can start at least uh, a monthly service already in that place i believe that the people of timor leste their hearts are, are already open god is actually changing the hearts of the people and people are becoming uh, very open for the gospel on behalf of every nation, Timor Leste, thank you for continually praying, continually giving, and continually supporting our mission work in the nations. We're excited to see more churches planted and more leaders raised in the nations. Thank you for continuously praying with us and supporting our missionaries to see God's mission fulfilled in every nation and every campus. Together, let us keep making disciples and reaching the nations with the gospel. Wow, palakpakan po natin ang Panginoon. It's truly amazing how God works in our midst na po, especially sa world of missions. And uh, we are proud, Kabitenyos here, because alam niyo po ba na yung pong uh, Timor Leste Church plinan po ng uh, Victory Kabite actually yan. Si Pastor Gibbs na ron. At uh, if you feel na you want to be part ng uh, world missions natin, you can either give, pray, or go. For our second announcement, we have the Love the City program po natin, this Brigada Escuela 2022. Uh, meron po tayong mga recipients ng atin pong generosity na gagawin po natin, which is the Carmona National High School and yung pong isang church sa Binyan. You have two options to give. Pwede po kayo magbigay sa atin pong through tight envelope. Uh, lagyan nyo lang po ng check yung pong ating uh, envelope, uh, tight envelope, ilagay nyo lang po yung love the city at ilagay nyo lang po yung amount na ibibigay natin. Sa option 2 naman po, pwede po kayong magbigay through GCAS. Isend nyo lang po sa number indicated dyan which is 0975-5760-230 or iscan nyo po yung QR code at uh, pakinotice nyo na lang po, pakinotify nyo na lang po yung atin pong campus missionary si Miss Jean Garcia para po doon sa mga copy ng inyo pong ibinigay. Next. Next announcement po. Wow! We have Discipleship 2022. Yan. Greater Works. So ito po ay mangyayari sa April 2 
And we are encouraging all our leaders and interns at uh, yung pong my heart to serve. We are going to have our uh, discipleship 2022 at great things are in line for you para po sa ating activity na ito at kayo po ay mabubusog at kayo po ay may encourage highly kung paano po tayo kikibo dito po sa ating mga akala natin challenging times but God is surely amazing and really amazing at siya po ay patuloy na kumikilo sa ating pong midst at patuloy po tayong ina-amaze kung paano po tayo uh, pinap kung paano pinapakita ni God yung mga ginagawa niya sa atin pong uh, kalipunan. Ano po? Next. Uh, kung mapapansin niyo po, ito pong suot naming t-shirt. Actually, suot po namin ito last Sunday. Hindi ko na nga po hinubad eh. <laughs> suot ko ulit until last uh, uh, this Sunday. No, joke lang po yan. This is to give emphasis that we are going to have a new service. Yan. Starting April 10 po, sapagkat masikip na po tayo mga kapatid. And thank you for your heart to be here on-site. Starting April 10 po, ang service na po natin on-site and online ay 10 a.m. Okay? 10 a.m. po, hindi po 11 a.m. Pag dumating po kayo ng 11 a.m., Nagre-ready na po kayo noon para sa po 2 p.m. service. Yun po yung ating 2 p.m. service. Second service po natin, which is on-site only. Okay? So ulitin ko po, come April 10, two services na po tayo. April, ah, rather, 10 a.m. service and 2 p.m. service. Okay po? April 10. See you. For our uh, tithes and offering, let me read. Ezra 3, 16 to 17, says here, Then the children of Israel, the priests and the Levites, and the rest of the descendants of the captivity celebrated the dedication of this house of God with joy. 17, And they offered sacrifices at the dedication of this house of God, 100 bulls, 200 rams, 400 lambs, and as sin offering for all Israel, 12 male goats according to the number of the tribes of Israel. Let us pray. Dear God, maraming salamat po for the blessing that we've been receiving, Panginoon. Salamat po because you are a gracious God. Ikaw po yung Diyos na nagmamayari na lahat. Ikaw po yung owner ng everything and you are the provider of things that we have, Lord. At ikaw po pa yung Diyos na patuloy nagbibigay ng aming mga pangangailangan nagbibigay ng protection sa amin and we are going to acknowledge you Lord the owner Panginoon yung may akda ng lahat at ikaw po yung Diyos Panginoon na mabuti at nagbigay sa amin Panginoon magbibigay at patuloy na magbibigay Panginoon ng aming mga pangailangan Lord, salamat po hindi lang po sa mga pangangailangan kundi po doon sa mga spiritual goodness na ibinibigay mo sa amin Lord, thank you for salvation and we are going to acknowledge you all our lives in Jesus name Amen, Amen So, uh Para po sa ating uh, online giving, nadyan pa rin po yung ating uh, uh, account. Uh, pwede po kayong magbigay online at meron din po tayong uh, QR code dyan para po sa inyong GCash at meron din po tayong tight box na available na po dyan sa atin pong my end, sa atin pong uh, entrance. At uh, get ready. Uh, smile as you give, be cheerful. At uh, let's all be expectant as the Lord is using our brother here uh, to give us the message for the day. At uh, 
Salamat po sa buhay ng magdi-deliver na ito because nandun po yung part niya to deliver the message and we are looking forward seeing him one of the pastors in Carmona. Okay, good morning. <laughs> Na-excite masyado si Kuya Bob. Nakalimutan niya ipag-pray yung giving natin. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, welcome to our first service. Yeah, pinapractice ko na kayo. Pinapractice ko na kayo para hindi natin makalimutan. Ayun uh, nga, isa rin ako sa excited, kaya hindi na kami nagpalit ng damit. 210. Ten, tsaka two daw yan. Hindi yan ten-ten. Baka sale lang naiisip niyo eh. Meron tayong 2pm. Ah, 10, 10 a.m. na tsaka 2pm. Anyway, ako po si Rodel. Isa po ako sa... Uh, uy, mga new faces. Uh, isa po ako sa leaders and volunteers dito sa church at hindi po ako pastor. <laughs> so, we are still in our series... Tayo or tayo. Uh, pwedeng, it can mean, pwede mong sabihin tayo o pwede rin tayo. It can mean stand, build, or together. Yan ang pwedeng ibig sabihin yan. And as followers of God, we will stand on God's word and trust that He will fulfill His promise to cause the work of our hands to be fruitful, especially in this season natin, to restore our nation as we obey His call in His purposes. And yun nga, our series natin, pwede natin i-rename na Tayo, Tayo. Pwede rin ganun. Basta wag nyo lang basahin na Toyo. Iba na po yun. Maka malabo lang ang mata. Kailangan na i-glass. Yun. So, ang outcome based ng series natin is at the end of this series, Our church community, tayo po yun, will have a deeper understanding of God's power in restoring the nation. In this crucial moment in our country's history, may our church community act with godly conviction, be missional, and completely trust Him to move in our nation. Kasi alam naman natin, so much is happening in our nation, in, 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 also in the world. Andyan yung, uh, uh, alam natin yung, yung changes is hindi lang... Napakabilis na yung mga changes, agad-agad na. And the world is going dark and crazy. Yung, yung calamities, grabe na yung mga calamities, sunod-sunod, uh, malalakas. Yung COVID, alam natin yan, hindi pa tayo graduate dyan. Yet, andyan na yung, yung, yung gera sa Ukraine. Ang isa pang problema natin, it's creating the biggest humanitarian crisis in our time. Ngayon. Kasunod yan is economic crisis. Considering na We are still recovering sa COVID, yet economists are is on the tailspin because of the war. Napakataas na po ang gasolina, hindi po ba? Mas masarap na magbay kaysa sumakay. And ngayon, dahil ang problema pa is kung ano yung presyo ng gas, hindi pa yon yun. Tuloy-tuloy pa. And uh, it will bro- bring then yung pagtaas ng mga, mga bilihin. So, 
While in our nation, alam natin that we are in um, uh, uh, the middle of a toxic and extremely divisive political chaos. Lalo na sa media and social media. Maraming nga nagpo-post na respect my, my opinion, yet grabe naman maka-rest back, grabe maka-bash sa social media. Mas matindi mga iba, grabe maka-comment, hindi naman butante. Sino sa inyo mga ganon? Grabe lahat na lang ng post niya, antay dun sa kalaban ng candidate. Kaso hindi naman pala re re registered. Kaya minsan mahirap sabihin kung sino yung gusto mong iboto. Kaya kung ako lang, mas gusto kong iboto na lang si Kuya Bob eh. Kasi madaling lapitan, mahirap hanapin. Kasi taga-gentry, hanapin mo sa gentry. So if our goal is to restore and build our nation, there are more important things. Kailangan natin matandaan yon. There are more important things that we need to do. We must be more concerned of the things of God. And seek and obey Him first above all else. We must understand that God is sovereign. Regardless kung sino mananalo dyan, God is sovereign. Government comes and goes, president comes and goes, leaders comes and goes, but God is still in the throne. Kailangan po natin pagka maintindihan yun. And bago tayo tuluyang maging seryoso, uh, joke muna tayo. Kasi mga iba, inaantay, joke eh. Para makapag-closing prayer na. So, dati, at 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 tayong lumabas, magbakasyon, mamasyal. Kaso dahil sa... Sa, sa COVID, yun nga, hindi tayo makaalis. Ngayon, na niluwagan ng restriction, hindi tayo pa rin makaalis. Dahil ang mahal naman ng gas, ang mahal ng pamasahe. Sa mga may asawa at may girlfriend, kung sasabihin ng asawa nyo, dalhin mo naman ako sa mamahaling lugar. Yan. Dalhin nyo sa Shell. Huwag nyo lang painumin ng gas. Yan, mamahalin yan. Kung gusto, kung gusto niya ng date sa mamahalin. Mga iba naman, mga gas station, nahihiya nang i-post yung mga presyo nila sa sobrang mahal eh. PM cent na lang eh. Habang mga iba, sa sobrang taas yan, bumagsak na, tuluyan. Mga iba, tuluyan ng nagbenta ng sasakyan. Issue, mahal ang gas. Di ba ang hirap ang kwan ngayon? Mga, mga iba, nagbebenta na ng kidney para makapag-full tank. Yan, okay na. Closing prayer na ba? Nag-gets na ba ng lahat? Last week kasi, pang matalino ang Joko, ayun, ngayon, pang marites lang. So, nag-gets ba ng lahat? Pinaprocess pa ng iba? Anyway, last week, yung last Sunday, ako po yung nag-preach sa on-site and I titled it, The Key in Restoring a Nation, na when we prioritize and obey God, we experience His presence, blessing, and favor. Na in Haggai's, Haggai's time, God's uh, mandate is for them to build the temple. In our time, we are the church. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. It's not our job to build the church. That's Christ's description. Job description niya ni Jesus. Sabi niya sa Matthew 6 and 18, I will build my church and no gates of hell shall prevail against it. The church is growing from their own. The church will grow with or without us. He can just use a few faithful people. But we are called. Ito yung calling natin. We are called to disciple the nation with urgency. Ang call natin is the Great Commission. And I believe that we can only experience lasting transformation in our life and in our nation if we choose to prioritize and obey God. Because our best is found in God's best. This week, ito po yung second week po ng series natin, I entitled it, Finding our strength in God's presence 
and provision. And yung text natin is Haggai 2, 1-9. Last week, medyo broad yung, yung, yung uh, approach natin. Ngayon, medyo gawin nating konting personal. Uh, tayo po tayo. Ina-apply ko na. Tayo po tayo para basahin ang salita ng Panginoon. Ang text po natin is nasa Hagay chapter 2, verse 1 to 9. Yan. Hindi ko po nilagay para mapwersa kayo magdala ng Bible. Yung mga nagkukunwari nagsaswipe, wala namang app. Makibasa na lang kayo. Huwag na kayo maya. So, let's read sa ESB. In the seventh month, on the 21st day of the month, verse 1, the word of the Lord came by the hand of Haggai the prophet. Speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Jehoshadak, the high priest, and to all the remnant of the people, and say, Who is left among you who saw this house in its former glory? How do you see it now? Is it not as nothing in your eyes? Yet, Now be strong, O Zerubbabel, declares the Lord. Be strong, O Joshua, son of Jehoshadak, the high priest. Be strong, all you people of the land, declares the Lord. Work, for I am with you, declares the Lord of hosts. Verse 5, According to the covenant that I made with you when you came out of Egypt, my spirit remains in your midst. Fear not, for thus says the Lord of hosts, yet once more in a little while, I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land, verse 7, and I will shake all nations so that the treasures of all nations shall come in and I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord of hosts. Verse 8, The silver is mine, the gold is mine, declares the Lord of hosts. In verse 9, The later glory of this house shall be greater than the former Former, says the Lord of hosts, and in this place, I will give peace, declares the Lord of hosts. Again this morning, I will be talking about finding our strength in God's presence and provision. Let's pray. Father God, anoint the preaching of your word and speak to your covenant people, Lord God. Give us the eyes to see, the ears to hear, Lord, the things you want us You want to talk to us personally and corporately, Lord. Help us be doers and not just hearers. May your word transform us, help us as we stand together in building our life and in our nation. In Jesus' name, you may shout, Amen. You may now take your seat. We are studying yung Book of Hagai, and this is now the post-exile generation. Alam natin na kunting background lang. Nebuchadnezzar defeated the Israelites. Yon na yung remaining two two tribes, and na-exile sila for seventy years sa Babylon. And natalo yung Babylon na mga Medo Persians naging king si Cyrus, and Cyrus decree na pwede nang bumalik yung mga Israelites. After 70 years of exile in Babylon, pwede na silang bumalik sa Judah to rebuild their life and to rebuild the temple. And 50,000, yung first exile na bumalik is 50,000 uh, na nilid ni 
ni si Rubabel, yan yung governor nila, at si Joshua, Jeshua sa NLT. And agad-agad sila nag-respond sa call ni God. The first two years, the, the plan, the, the build, uh, nag-gather sila ng resources, the build the foundation of the temple, the build the altar hanggang sa dedication niya. Yet, uh, opposi- oppositions, maraming lumabas sa opposition sa mga Samaritans on that time. Naging political op- opposition and naging hostile sila. Kaya eventually natigil yung, yung building ng temple. Doon pumasok si Hagay. Yeah, yung, yung time na yan, yun yung preaching natin last week. And if you're not here last week, pwede yung balikan yung preaching natin sa YouTube and sa page sa YouTube uh, Facebook page natin. This time naman, ongoing, they respond after, after Hagay's uh, rebuke and encouragement sa kanila and they have now restarted yung building yung temple again after so many years. Ito na yun. And let's go back to the text and let's do verse by verse study. I will switch sa NLT kasi NLT lang kasi yung study book na ginagamit ko. Ayan, pinaus ko na sa mga wala pang Bible lab para hindi na kayo magkunwari na swipe. Verse 1, Then on October 17 of the same year, the Lord sent another message through the prophet Haggai. Again, the first time Haggai came to speak God's word, yan yung chapter 1, the work of the temple was halted, naka-stop siya for so many years. Some uh, some theologians uh, estimated it around 18 years. And God need to teach them to set their priorities straight. Kailangan nat kailangan maitama nila yung priorities nila. And after Haggai's rebuke, yun nga yung sabi ko kanina, rebuke and encouragement, the rebuilding of the temple had been restarted. They respond. They respond in God's uh, word. They have learned that God is withholding the fullness of His grace because they neglect to put Him first. Naganon din tayo. God can withhold the fullness of His grace if we don't prioritize Him first. They learn that no amount of hard work can bring success in their life in, in their nation if they don't prioritize God, which is to build the temple. Yan yung call sa time ni Haggai. And kaya sabi dito, the Lord sent another message. Haggai came back after around 1.5 months dun sa first chapter to deliver God's word again to them. This time, to deal with, with their heart issues and to reveal His plan for the completion of the temple. Yan yung verse 1. Tuloy pa natin. Verse 2. Say this to, to Zerubbabel, son of Shaltiel, governor of Judah, and to Jeshua, son of Jehoshadak, the high priest, and to the remnant of God's people there in the land. Verse 3. Does anyone remember this house, this temple? In its former splendor, how in comparison does it look to you now? It must seem like nothing at all. Tingnan nyo kung paano, paano nirepraise ni God yung, yung words niya sa kanila. But ganito ang sinabi ni God. Yes, you already restarted nga yung building ng temple. But probably, probably, they are still discouraged. Probably in doubts. Kung na... Kasi nga, galing sila sa sa exile, meron ba silang enough resources? 
and maybe still even in fear because of the hostile opposition. Yes, they were able to to restart yung building of the temple, pero yung opposition, andun pa rin eh. Andun pa rin. Ganun din tayo. Na, na, it's not because we're doing God's work. Wala na opposition. Actually, minsan, mas matindi pa ang opposition. Let's look at the reason kung bakit ganito sila in-address ni God. Backtrack tayo ng a little bit. The temple they are building now is called the second temple. Second temple na po yan. The first temple was built by Solomon. And Solomon goes all out to follow God's design and, and build the temple to the very details of his plan. Talagang pinagkagastusan ni Solomon. It's really very beautiful in, in grand, in splendor. It was lavishly built in the best materials in stone of the land. Grabe yung gold, copper, and silver na ginamit sa Temple of Solomon. Kaya tinawag tem- Solomon's Temple. Yan yung first temple. And the temple is imp- very important for the Israelite because it reminds them, first of all, of God's presence and promises. Diyan, naka... Kumbaga, yan yung, yung, yung presence ni God doon nag It's also a symbol of their prosperity and strength as a nation. Yung temple na yan, on that time, is a center of attraction. Center of attraction po yung Solomon's Temple. It was considered a wonder of the ancient world. Yung foreigners, we visit sa, Ju- sa Jerusalem to visit, syempre, kings and queens. Pakinggan yung wisdom ni Solomon and Isa, para makita yung ganda nung, yung first temple. Pumupunta sila doon para mag-selfie. Kaso wala pa atang phone dati. Parang, kumbaga, Tagaytay. Pag sinabi mong Tagaytay, ano ba ang attraction sa Tagaytay? Batangas. Pupunta ka sa Batangas, doon, ah, sa Tagaytay, para dungawin ang Batangas. Hindi, joke. <laughs> taal, taal. Yun ang pinupunta sa, sa Tagaytay. Carmona. Ano ba ang attraction sa Carmona? Walter Mart. Ay, sorry, di, di po kasi ako taga, taga Carmona. Basta pag sinabi mong Dasma, Center Island. Taga Dasma po kasi ako. Bakit Center Island? Kami po ang may Center Island lang sa Cavite. Dasma. Joko lang po yun. Ha? And parang pag, pag sinabi mong Jerusalem at that time, temple, ganun kaganda, ganun ka. attraction, talagang lavishly built, so beautiful. Yan yung first temple. Solomon's temple. Ngayon, puntahan natin yung Ezra 3. Actually, kung binabasa nyo yung Hagay, read Ezra, andun yung details sa nangyayari sa Hagay. In Ezra 3, verse 12, sabi dito, but many of the older priests Levites and other leaders who had seen the first temple, yan yung Solomon's temple, wept aloud. Umiiyak sila when they saw the new temple's foundation. The others, however, were shouting for joy. Verse 13, the joyful shouting and weeping mingled together in a loud noise that could be heard far in the distance. Uh, this is the time yung katatapos lang nila, yung itapos yung foundation, yung altar, nag-dedicate sila sa altar. And the older generation is weeping. Bakit? Instead na masaya sila, they are weeping. One reason of their discouragement is that the second temple was never as grandeur and splendor as the first temple. Kaya sila discouraged. Kasi 
kahit anong gawin nila, hindi nila mapaganda kasing ganda ng Solomon's Temple, yung Second Temple. The older generation was weeping because they saw and remembered the beauty of the First Temple. And probably witnessed its destruction in the time of Nebuchadnezzar. They are lamenting on the past glory and failure at the same time. And probably they are also thinking that now they don't have enough resources to build the temple. Kahit man lang ilapit man lang sa ganda nung Solomon's Temple. Kaso they don't have resources. Galing sila sa exile. And they don't have enough resources. Verse 4, balik tayo sa Hagay. But now, but now, watch out for the but now in the Bible. They are faith-building moments. They were focusing on their discouragement in adequacy, but now is a shift of direction or focus. It's not right to put theological meaning on just a praise, but I just want to catch your attention. Like the Israelites, some of you might be holding on the past. Like of the like the Israelites, some of you might still be be living in regrets and failure. And like the Israelites, some probably are discouraged because of setbacks and opposition you are ex experiencing right now. And some are probably in grief and in pain. Pero yung verse 4, but now the Lord says, shift your focus, shift your, your attention. I, I pray that you have a heart of expectancy today. Because it's the breeding ground of miracle. The heart of expectancy is the breeding ground of miracle. Let the Holy Spirit speak the words that you need to hear today. But now the Lord says, Be strong. Be strong, Zerubbabel. Be strong, Jeshua, son of Jehoshaphat, the high priest. Be strong. All your people still left in the land. But now, be strong. God's word for them on their discouragement, and probably on their doubt and fear, and dyan pa rin yung mga opposition sila is, be strong! Be strong, Jean, be strong, Susan, be strong, Joy, be strong, uh, Bob, be strong. Yan ang word ni God sa atin today, be strong. Pwede ko isa-isa yung sala pangalan, pero hindi ko alam ang lahat ng pangalan, but God knows your name, be strong. If you are discouraged because you are obeying God's call, pero bakit wala pa rin breakthrough? Be strong. If you are in fear because of what's happening right now, the COVID, the war, yung, yung tuloy ang taas ng, ng mga presyo ng bilihin, be strong. If you are losing hope because you lose a loved one, na walang ka ng trabaho, or your business is yung barely surviving, be strong. If you are in fear, depressed, or stressed because of the transitions of life, and you need to step back because of yung setbacks and oppositions. But now the Lord says, be strong. Tuloy po natin. And now get to work. But now be strong and get to work. Ha guys, encouraging them to continue building the temple. Even if they think it's not as grand and splendor than the former temple. Yan ang, ang kung bakit meron tayong chapter 2. Heart issues ang dinidil ni God. And even if they think that they don't have enough resources to complete it, galing ka sa exile, ano naman ang resources mo? 
Same, same with us, we must continue prioritizing God even if uh, breakthrough still seems so far away. Kailangan natin prioritize pa rin si God. Continue obeying His call even if it's hard and entails sacrifice. Continue trusting God even if you're fear, fearful in your circumstances seems not getting better. Even if, hear me out, genuine faith is believing who God is in spite of our circumstances in holding on His promises even in the darkest of time. Ulitin ko po. Genuine faith is believing who God is in spite of our circumstances in holding on His promise even in the darkest of time. Because it takes a little faith to trust God in the, uh, in the green pastures. It takes great faith to believe God in the shadow of the valley of death. I believe that God is threatening us today to obey Him, to follow Him again, to dream again, to hope, hope again. God is threatening you, but now be strong and get to work. Tuloy po natin. I can camp all day sa verse 4. For I am with you, says the Lord of heaven's armies. But now, be strong, get to work, for I am with you. God gave the same message that time He speak in Haggai sa chapter 1. Binigay na yan ni God eh. Now God is reminding them again that He will be with them as they obey His mandate. Bakit paulit-ulit si God? It's either they are forgetful or this or His presence is so important. Ganon din tayo minsan. Uh, makakalimutin tayo, kailangan paulit-ulit tayo sabihan ni God. Or minsan, hindi natin nakikita importance nung ini-speak ni God sa atin. Kaya paulit-ulit. And I want to remind you, whatever you're going through right now, maybe you're in a season of setbacks and challenges, sabi sa Sarah kay Sikaraya 4.6, not by might, nor by power, but by my Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in us to do the battle for us. He even guarantees it with His name. Tinan yung, yung last, parts, last part ng verse says the Lord of heaven hosts. I will be with you, says the Lord. Yung, yung parang redundant, sinabi na niya, ginarantee pa niya. Alam mo yun? I will be with you and I guarantee it with my name. Ganon si God. Grabe yung, yung pag siya nag-speak, talagang todo. Tuloy natin, verse 5. My spirit remains among you just as I promised. When you came out of Egypt, so do not be afraid. Verse 5. God's presence was in His and will be with His covenant people. Ito yung, sinabi ni, ito yung sinasabi ni God. Exodus 29, 45, then 46. Then I will live among the people of Israel and be their God. And they will know that I am the Lord their God. I am the one who brought them out of the land of Egypt, so that I could live among them. I am the Lord their God. Yan yung prinamis ni God sa Exodus. In, 
yes, inalaw ni God na na ma-conquer sila, ma ma-defeat sila ni Nebuchadnezzar because of their sin, yet God never left them. Because God's holiness always deals with sin. Kaya kailangan niya silang i-discipline. Yet God never left them. Yan yung Jeremiah 29.11 For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Yan po yun sa time nila. And God's presence, sabi ko, was, was and is and will be with His covenant people. Actually, same promise of Jesus in the New Testament yan eh. John 14.16-17 I will ask the Father and He will give you another advocate to help you and will be with you forever. The Spirit of truth, the Word cannot accept Him because it either needs, neither sees Him nor knows Him. But you know Him for He lives with you and He will be with you. Question, what is the significance of God's presence? Bakit niya sinabi sa chapter 1 at inulit-ulit sa chapter 2? This leads me to my first point. Ito po yung, yung first point ko. God's presence is our strength. God's presence is our strength. I briefly shared last week that the presence of God is not the key to breakthrough. Rather, it is the breakthrough. It is the blessing. Minsan, akala natin to receive God's blessing, kailangan natin yung presence niya. Actually, hindi. His presence is the blessing. It is a breakthrough. As the covenant people of God, His presence is also our source of strength. Siya din ang strength natin. Did you notice sa Bible that every time the people of God is in fear or in doubt, God's answer is always His presence. Laging ang sinasabi niya, laging ang, ang, ang ini-speak niya sa, sa mga anak niya is, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Laging presence ang ginagaranti niya. I will, I will be with you. Hindi kita iiwan. Laging ganyan ang sinasabi niya sa kanyang anak. Sa kanyang mga anak. Na kahit anong hirap ang pinagdadaanan mo ngayon as long as na-experience mo yung presence ni God. Alam mo yun, meron kang strength para, meron kang kalakasan para harapin ang pagsubok. Kahit ano man ang, ang challenges mo ngayon, if you're still experiencing the presence of God, you're good. You're good. Ang nakakatakot ito, yung, yung you are materially successful uh, pero hindi mo na, na nararamdaman, na-experience o naririnig yung, yung salita ni, ni God. Delikado na po yun. Delikado na po yun. I'd rather be in so much need but yung presence of God na sa akin kaysa yung so much successful yet hindi ko na na-experience o hindi ko na ma-recognize yung word ni God. Delikado na po na position yun. No amount of earthly success can substitute the importance of the presence of God. Kahit po napakayaman mo, napakadami mong connection, napakasuccessful mo, if the presence of God is not with you, napakadelikado na pong state ng buhay yun. And more than ever, we desperately need the presence of God in our life and in our nation. We must seek God, God's presence with intentionality. Ulitin ko po, more than ever, we desperately need the presence of God in our life, in, in our nation, and we must seek God's presence with 
intentionality, with intensity, with passion. And what's wrong with the state of the church today is that we are not driven to seek the presence of God. Sometimes we are all like Martha, too busy by the task at hand. But we must be Mary. Mary knows that one thing. Alam mo yung one thing kay Mary? To sit at the feet of Jesus and hear His word. To be with Jesus. Yan yung one thing kay Mary. We cannot live a vibrant and victorious Christian life apart from the presence of God. We simply cannot. We need the presence of God. As covenant people of God, we need the presence of God. Exodus 33, verse 15 to 16, sabi dito, Then Moses said, If you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. How will anyone know that you look favorably on me, on me, on, on your people, if you don't go with us? For your presence among us sets your people and me apart from all the people on the earth. Yung context na ito is, nagagalit si God dahil sa tigas ng ulo ng mga Israelite. Nasa wilderness sila, nasa process sila, going to the promised land, a land of milk and honey. Yet, galit na galit si God dahil ang tigas ng ulo, disobedience nila, disbelief, doubts. Sabi ni God, Moses, pumunta na kayo sa promised land, pero hindi ko kayo sasamahan. Pasamahan ko na lang kayo ng angel, baka mabura ko pa kayo. Pero sabi ni Moses, Kung hindi mo rin lang naman kami sasamahan, Lord, huwag na lang kami pumunta sa promise land. Kung hindi mo rin lang naman kami sasamahan, huwag na lang. Di bali na lang na hindi kami makaapak sa lano, flowing with milk and honey, pag hindi ka namin kasama. Moses knows the importance of the, process, the, the presence of God. Alam niya na they are insignificant nation without the presence of God. Sino sila? Alit-alit na nation. Bricklayers, karamihan sa kanila. And one of the attributes of God is being omnipresent. Let, uh, let me teach a moment. God is everywhere at the same time. Alam po natin yon. God is here. God is sa other worship services na nag-worship nag sa kanya. At the same time. Yan yung omnipresence niya. Kailangan natin alam yon. And that is why God can all can and will always be with us because He is everywhere. By the way, God is omnipresent. The devil cannot is not uh, one at a time lang pwedeng puntahan ng devil. Kaya minsan, masyado natin sinisisi ng ang devil. Hindi. Kasi one at a time lang pwede yung puntahan. But God is omnipresent. And ito ang gusto kong i-drive. But why is Moses asking God to personally go with them if God is everywhere. In verse, verse 15, personally go with us. Isn't this redundant? Let's see. Yung presence, omnipresence is the presence of God everywhere at the same time. Sabi ko na yun. Si David to po ang nagsasalita sa Psalms 139. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there your hands will guide me and your strength will support me. God's presence is everywhere. Kaya uh, we are not too far away for God's care 
in God's help. God is everywhere. Ito ngayon yung gusto kong share. The manifest presence of God. Manifest presence is made known. Yung, yung made aware of. Yung omnipresence is yung andyan siya, alam mo na andyan siya, pero hindi mo nararamdaman. Habang yung manifest presence is pinaramdam talaga niya. Pina-experience niya yung presence niya. Pinakilala niya ang sarili niya in an undeniable way. Talagang hindi mo madedenay. Yung ramdam mo with your senses. Una na lang sa Garden of Eve, Genesis 3.8. When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. God walks with Adam and Eve. Ganon ang presence ni God. Exodus 13.21 The Lord went ahead of them. Ito yung nasa wilderness sila. Mga Israelites nasa wilderness, kagagaling ng Egypt papunta sa promised land. He guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud and He provided light at the night with a pillar of fire. It's allowed them to travel by day and by night. Ito yung presence si God, very undeniable. Yung pagmalala niyo si Moses, yung burning bush, very undeniable. Yung, yung parang alam mo na sa holy ground ka. Parang kanina, yung, ewan, ko sa, ewan ko sa inyo, during worship, yung time of worship natin, grabe yung manifest presence of God. By the way, thank you po sa music team. aga nila mag-practice. In our time, the manifest presence of God is the outworking, outpouring, and filling the Holy Spirit. Kung ano yung prinamis sa Joel 2 and nangyari sa Acts 2 is still uh, is still happening today. I won't go deeper kasi baka maliis tayo sa topic natin at hand. But I believe that the verse on Haggai 2.4 that we read earlier talks about the manifest presence of God, not just His omnipresence. Not just His omnipresence. Question, what is the importance of God's presence? Ano bang importance kasi niyan? Why is there so much talk about in the Bible? Talk about it in the Bible? Verse upon verse upon verse. There's so much talk about the presence of God. Bakit? Ito. This is not even an exhausted list. We find strength. Hagay 2 empowers us to do His work. Hagay 1, last week. There is freedom, 2 Corinthians. Experience His goodness, sons. Experience how big and how great He is. Fullness of joy. Find our security in rest. Experience refuse and protection. Experience being refreshed. Experience success and provision. I can talk about verse upon verse upon verse. So, maubos ang oras natin. This is not an exhausted list. Ganon ka-importante ang presence ni God, Church. I realize that I am nothing and I can do Nothing without the presence of God. And I want to go to heaven, not, not just uh, ma-save sa hell, or because of the beauty of heaven. I want to go to heaven because of God's presence. And if God's presence is not heaven, ayoko na pumunta doon. Siyempre, just an illustration. Because we must want to go to the presence of God. And one of the best way to experience His manifest presence is corporate worship. Kaya po sana, hindi po kayo late or uh, sana po excited kayo yung worship pa lang. Excited na kayo. Kasi 
that is one of the best way. Psalm 22.3, God enthrones or inhabits the praises of His people. We go to church to soak on His manifest presence. Yes, of course. Hindi natin pwedeng i-box na yun lang ang, ang way of ni God to reveal His manifest presence. We cannot limit or box God. Pero iba pa rin yung sama-sama po tayong sumamba at manalangin kay God. Kaya I hope sa mga online natin, kung hindi pa kayo nakakapag-visit, visit po kayo. So, another question. If God's presence is so important, why are we not seeking it intentionally and with fervency? Why? Could it be that our comfort and convenience is becoming more important than over the experience of His manifest presence? Masyado na ba tayong nag-dwell sa comfort zone natin, sa, sa convenience natin? Nakalimutan na natin yung, 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 yung benefits or importance of the presence of God? Could it be that we have been contented with the religious experience na lang instead of the authentic Jesus experience? As Christians, one of our defining focus in pursuit must be the presence of God. We must pursue His manifest presence. We must. Psalm 27.4, one of my favorite verse. This is David again speaking. One thing, one thing I ask from the Lord. This only do I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek Him in His temple. Merong one thing si Mary, that is to sit at the feet of Jesus and to hear His word. In one thing kay, kay David, the one thing for David is God's presence. Actually, pareha sila ni Mary. I pray that we will be like Him. He is in so much hunger for the presence of God. So much hunger. That we will be filled with awe and wonders again to move in faith, to intentionally seek with awe, seek His manifest presence. By the way, our only possible response for God's manifest presence is worship. Wala tayong ibang pwedeng response. If God reveals His presence, ang pwede nating response is worship. You are in holy ground. Then you must worship. I can camp all day on this topic. Sabi ko nga, but we must need to move forward. Pero kasi mayroon na tayo other things to cover. Balik tayo sa Hagay. Okay na ba sa inyo? Pwede na tayo mag-closing prayer? Sige, tuloy natin. Verse 6, Hagay. For this is what the Lord of Heaven army says in just a little while. Uh, let me pause a moment. God's little while is different from ours. Pag sinabing God's little while, siya nagsabi, sandali lang. Iba po yung sandali lang ni Lord kaysa sa sandali lang natin. Example, kung ikaw, sabihin mo sa kaibigan mo, ano oras tayo alis? Pag sinabi niyang five minutes, kailangan mo maintindihan na iba po yung five minutes ng lalaki sa five minutes ng babae. Tama po ba? Iba po yun, magkaiba po yun. Kung ikaw ang lalaki at sabi ng misis mo five minutes, ah, pwede ka na mag-basketball muna or mag-grocery or kung ano pa pa. Ganon si God. Iba po ang little while kay God. This verse is showing that God is in control of time and season. God is in control of time. 
He is not bounded by time. He is not limited to the immediate historical context. It refers to God's control in history that He can act anytime He chooses. Yan po yun. I will again shake the heavens and the earth, the oceans, and the dry land. Everything that is happening today in our nation and other nations is because of God's sovereign will. Mahirap paniwalaan, pero yes, it is. God's divine plan is way beyond our comprehension. Ang lens kasi natin, very short. Ter- short, kwan lang yung lens natin. God's lens is eternity. 1 Corinthians 2.9, what no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no human heart has conceived. Ganyan po yung plans ni God. And I believe God is shaking our life, our nation, and other nations for His greater purposes. Lagi namang ganyan si God eh. It's for His glory. Whatever God is doing is for His glory, not for ours. Everything that is happening doesn't surprise God. Kaya hindi na surprise si God sa COVID, sa, sa election natin, ang gulo-gulo. Because He is and will be sovereign and in control. Laging in control si God. Ha? Election ba sa Philippines? Hindi po yun. Gabriel, hindi mo ba sinabi election sa Philippines? Medyo magulo yung plano natin ngayon. God will never be Surprise. I'm not defending God. He doesn't need one. But I believe that God is shaking our priorities, shaking the foundation of our faith, shaking the source of our hope and provision, shaking us to repentance and to obedience. Natin. Verse 7, I will shake all the nations and the treasures of all the nations will be brought to this temple. I will Fill this place with glory, says the Lord of heaven armies. Nilagay ko yung NIV part niya. Same verse, NIV translation. I will shake all the nations. What is desired by all nations will come. Shaking of all nations. This is a prophetic in nature. Nung time nila, it's prophetic. Actually, nangyayari ngayon. Some interpre- interpreter suggests the text concerns the coming of the Messiah. Some Interpreters naman talks about early riches for the building of the temples. While some interpreters says it's both. But in the end, what is desired of all nations will come. A Savior, the Messiah, si Christ. And tribute will be paid to Him during His millennial reign. But actually, the greatest glory that eventually grace yung second temple na ginagawa nila was God in the flesh through Jesus Christ. Yung exact temple na yon, Eventually, yung second temple is tatawaging Herod's, Herod's temple. Doon mismo, na-dedicate si Jesus, nag-teach si Jesus, nag-rebuke si Jesus, nilinis niya yung temple, yung mismong temple na yun. Kaya, the greatest glory that eventually graced that second temple is God in the flesh. Verse 8, The silver is mine, the gold is mine, says the Lord of Heaven armies. I said earlier that probably the, one of their concerns is lack of resources in building the temple. This time, God is encouraging them by telling them that He owns everything. God owns everything. God is encouraging the Israelites while slowly revealing His plan to them. Kasi hindi nila alam kung saan manggagaling ang resources. And sometimes, God doesn't give the whole 
plan for the journey. Hindi yun ang discard ang style ni God eh. Maybe because He wants us to depend on Him alone. Yung total surrender, total obedience, total dependence lang kay God. Kaya nga, yung, yung Lord's Prayer natin, give us this day our daily bread. Hindi monthly bread. Hindi yearly bread. God wants us to depend on Him alone and not on our resources. And to summarize yung verse 6 to 8, God wanted to rebuild the temple. Yan yung mandate niya kinahagay ni He has resources to do it. Meron resources si God. But He needs a willing hand. And God has chosen to do His work to His people. There are a lot of talkers and critics, but God needs doers. He can and will provide the resources, but willing hand must do the work. Kailangan niya ng willing hand. And we need volunteers din po sa church. Question, are your hands available for God's work in the world? Are you willing to honor God and make disciples? That is our mandate as organization. How can you serve God in God's How can you serve God in His kingdom? Diinang ko lang yung verse 8. The silver is mine, the gold is mine. This leads me to my second point. Point number two, God is the source of our provision. God is the source of our provision. God is teaching us that our source is Him alone, Siya lang. And that He owns everything. God owns everything. And as we do the work He is asking us to do, He will provide for our needs as well. Actually, I confess, actually, I, I struggle to preach uh, this series. I volunteer to, to preach. Not because I want to, but because of God's impression in Nages. Uh, I have so many excuses to God not doing it. My, my wife knows it. Meron pa yung yung first Sunday. Actually, hindi kasi ako ischedule dapat sa first and second week. Meron pa yung first Sunday, hindi ako pinatulong ni God because I'm wrestling, I'm excusing myself. Ang dami kong excuse kay God. He's dealing with my heart issues. Personally, he's dealing with me and my faith. Patiently through the preparation of the message as well. Because it's easy to preach this topic if you are in a season of breakthrough. Ang ah, sarap i-preach to. Ang ah, dali i-preach po ito. But currently, without going to the details, uh, our business is in a season of setbacks and challenges. Kaya nga sabi ko, it's a struggle for me. I believe it's easy to believe in God after a miracle. And if He says yes to our prayers, but it's struggle to trust Him in the middle of His wait or in the, in the middle of His no. But again, yan yung, yung, yung why we have this series. And first and foremost, God is speaking to my heart issues. And I hope and I pray that God will speak also to your heart issues kung ano man issues niyo today. Second Corinthians 9.8 in God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Because God is able. He can do what He says He can do in His goodness 
never fails. To those who are in season of setbacks and challenges, the Bible says God still owns the cattle in, the, in a thousand hills. And not just the cattle, He owns the hills. The proverb says the righteous fall down seven times, but they will always rise up. The service says, I was young and now I am old, but I have never seen the righteous forsaken. The Bible says in the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. God provides. God provides. And He will never leave you and forsake you. He is a big God and His covenant desire is to bless His covenant people. God is still a miracle worker. He still split the Red Sea. He's still the one who, who saved yung tinapon sa furnace of fire tulad ng song natin kanina. He can still calm the storm. Ano man ang pinagdadaan mo? He still heals. He is a way maker. Nothing is impossible with Him because He owns everything. That is our God, church. And if I'm not preaching to somebody today, I'm preaching to myself. One thing that me and my wife is holding is the fact that God never fails us yet. He is always faithful. Yung track record ng goodness ni God in our life is still 100%. Hindi pa naging 99, it's 100%. God is faithful and we must understand that God is our source. Our job, our business, our careers, they are just resource. Resource can change, but the source cannot. Your business can change. Your career can change. Your job can change. But God is still the source. Nasa last part na tayo ng verse, verse 9, the future glory of this temple will be greater than its past glory. Haggai encouraged them that the glory of the, the, the second temple will actually surpass the glory of the former temple. Serubable generation yes finished building the temple on their time and on that time yes hindi siya kasing ganda nung Solomon's temple or the first temple but eventually later on it was reconstructed and expanded by Herod the Great in about 25 BC that is why the second temple was known in the later years as Herod's temple kung Solomon's temple yung first temple Yung second temple is not actually Serubobol's temple, naging Herod's temple. Kasi nireconstruct ni Herod. And indeed, the second temple was even way grander and way bigger in size, lot size niya, than the first temple. Dito po natin makikita that God's words never fails. God's words never fails. Again, I, the Lord of heaven armies, armies have spoken. What's the last part of the, the verse? I have spoken. For me, this is a comforting word coming from God. Whatever He speak, it will always come to pass. Kung man speak ni God, it always come to pass. Whatever He declares cannot be changed anymore. Therefore, we can entrust our life in nation to Him. Kaya meron tayong hope. Kasi kung ano man ang sinabi ni God, di na yan mababago. 
And if I say that the color of my shirt is white, of course you know that I'm lying. If God says that the color of my shirt is is white, God is not lying. Alam niyo kung bakit? What's this? Because it will turn to white. God's word has power. Creation will align. Paano man sasabihin ni God, mag-align ko anuman yung, yung bagay na yon to accomplish what the word He speaks. And God is saying, I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will take care of you. I will provide for you. And God cannot lie. He is a promise giver, promise keeper, and promise fulfilling God. The question is, can we fully trust Him in His promises? Kaya pa natin totoong pagkatiwalaan yung word ni God, hindi lang yung lip service. Minsan, yes, Lord, I, I, I trust you. I, kaso minsan, lip service lang. Hanggang, hanggang words lang, pero hindi naman natin kaya sa buhay. We pray, Lord, I, I believe that you will protect for me. Yet, takot tayong pumunta sa church. So, this leads me to one point lesson. God wants His people to experience His presence in provision to strengthen us to be able to continue doing the things He called us to do. Again, God wants His people to experience His presence in provision to strengthen us to be able to continue doing the things He called us to do. And God has made Himself so available through the finished work of Christ. And eventually, the ultimate display of God's presence is when Jesus becomes flesh and dwelt among us. The greatest display of God's physical presence is through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the hope of our nation is found in Him. Hindi po sa mga politicians, it's only found in Jesus. And all this talk about God's presence and provision is nothing if you are not one of His covenant people. This talk is to His covenant people. And if you are not still one of His covenant people, kailangan mo nang mumunang ayusin ang, ang buhay mo. It starts today by having a personal relationship with Jesus. Yan po ang start to be a covenant people of God. It starts by accepting Him as your Lord and Savior. If you are on-site, you still don't have this personal relationship with God, don't live without talking to our pastor, si Kuya Bob, si, si Scott, si Elijah, don't live without talking to them. And if you are online, you can message us and someone will get back to you. Because everything we have been talking is for the covenant people of God. You need to be one. Application. We must experience God's manifest presence through the following. First, reading the scriptures because He speaks through His written word. God still speaks through His written word. So also, second is prayer and devotion. How's your prayer? How's your devotion? How's your reading the scriptures? Simula tayo sa abide. Balik po tayo dun sa natutunan natin sa abide. And third is fellowship with other believers or corporate worship. We must not neglect. Sabi sa Hebrews 10.25, not neglect to meet together as in the habit of some, but encouraging one another in all the more as you say the date drawing near. And to experience naman God's provision is prioritize Him in His purposes. Actually, ito po yung topic natin last week. Trust on God, on who God is. 
we must trust on who God is. In His, yung, yung track record niya, in His promises, Proverbs 3, 5, 6. Go back to the message last week because we are called to live by faith. Experience God's manifest presence, experience God's provision. And as we are about to close, will you stand with me? Meditate and ask the Holy Spirit, what is speaking to you right now, Lord? Holy Spirit, ano yung ini-speak mo sa akin? Ano yung heart issues ko na dinideal mo, Lord God? What are the things that you are duly dealing with me? Before we pray, let me share this last verse, Joshua 1.9. Ito, si God is speaking to Joseph before they enter the promised land. Have I not commanded you Have I not commanded you, Joshua, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. This is God's encouragement meant to Joshua before they enter the promised land. And I believe God, this is also God's encouragement to us. Now let's, let's read it loud together. This time let's make it personal because I believe God is a personal God. Yes, He spoke to us corporately, but He also speaks to us personally. Kung mapunta ka dun sa red part, your name, put your name under. Basahin natin together now. One, two, three. Have I not commanded you, Rodel, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you, Rodel, wherever Let's pray, Father God. Help us make your presence one of our ultimate pursuit. May we experience your mani- manifest presence in undeniable way in our life, in, in our nation. May the Holy Spirit refresh us, Lord. Strengthen us in areas we are weak. Encourage us in areas we are fearful or doubting. May we also experience your provision to be able to continue to do your work. Increase our faith in areas we are struggling. Help us to believe that our best days are ahead because we're holding on to your promises. Sustain us with your grace for your greater glory and make us a testimony for other people and to the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sige po, palakpakan po natin si Kat. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Our services ended. See you again next Sunday. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message today. Feel free to share this episode to your friends too. Subscribe and follow us on Facebook and YouTube for videos and updates. For more information about our church, visit Victory Carmona Facebook page.